the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Good evening to you. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's a treat to continue on a theme that we started yesterday, and that theme is the enlarged heart. And when speaking about the heart, we need to be reminded of what the Word says in Matthew six twenty one. Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And in Proverbs twenty three twenty six, God says this, My son, give me thine heart. So we see the heart is the center of our life. I'm not talking about the physical heart, but I'm talking a spiritual heart is going to lead us into spiritual exploits that we never realized possible, and it comes through an enlarged heart. And it's interesting, Shelley, because the Lord didn't take our heart. He said, my son, or he'll say, my daughter, my child, give me thine heart. And he waits for us, Shelley, and he desires that we give him a heart yes, that Lord. he might bless us and pour his life into us and enlarge our heart. That's right. Wow. You know, I think too many people, Junie, you know, they cry out to God, they get saved, and God is not the predominant one in their life. And God will do anything and everything to sustain us and improve us as much as he can if we're willing to hear what he has to say. And one of the things God is speaking through this week, I pray, is that he is willing to enlarge our hearts. We spoke yesterday about Solomon. God asked him a great question in 1 Kings 3, 5. Ask what you wish for me to give you. And again, I want to repeat what we said yesterday. What would you ask God if he asked you, what do you wish I could give you? And what's amazing is Solomon didn't ask for anything for himself, but he asked for wisdom and knowledge. And it says in 1 Kings four twenty nine, And God gave Solomon wisdom and exceedingly great understanding, and here's the key, largeness of heart, like the sand on the seashore. 
That sound, the, he gave him wisdom that exceeded the wisdom of all men of the East and all the wisdom of Egypt. In verse 32, it says, he sp- Solomon spoke 3,000 proverbs and his songs were 1,005. In verse 34, 2 Kings 4, men of all nations from all the kings of the earth who had, who had heard of his wisdom came to hear the wisdom of Solomon. Again, we cannot separate the fact that God gave him largeness of heart and Solomon's great wisdom and understanding. This is enlargement, and God is the great enlarger of our hearts. When we turn to the New Testament, listen to what Paul says. Not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow hard, and I really believe this means, but I press on, that I am apprehended, that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Can you identify with such a statement and pertaining it to the heart? Paul's heart was, he wasn't satisfied with what he had. He wanted to press on to have more and more of God. And in verse 14, he said this, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And for this, we need an enlarged heart so that we can enter a deeper place in him and run the race and win. June, we have to remember we're not running a uh, 30 or 50 or 100-yard dash. Our race has to be run with endurance day in and day out. And we can run that race if we have an enlarged heart. Yesterday, we spent time talking about a horse named Secretaria who won the, the Triple Crown in 1973. And I would encourage you to go on our website and listen to the program from yesterday because I believe that will be an encouragement to you. One of the key passages we're going to be looking at this week is from Psalm 119, verse 32. And before you read that, Shelley, I think you should really mention why you mentioned Secretariat. All right. Secretariat uh, ran a race and he won by 31 lengths. That was the, um, the Belmont Stakes. I don't think any horse has won by such a great length ahead of the second horse. But what's interesting, when the horse died, they did an autopsy, and it was found that his heart was two and a half times larger than the average size for racehorses. So look what it did for Secretariat. Now, I'm not comparing us to a horse, but if it worked in a horse physically, can you imagine what God could do spiritually if he wants to enlarge our hearts? Because He that enabled the horse to go far beyond what he was capable of doing. And I'm saying that I believe if we're willing to cry out to God to enlarge our hearts, we will, do, we will be enabled to do so much more than we were able to do without that enlarged heart. Again, the key, a key verse here is Psalm 119, verse 32. I shall run the way of thy commandments, for thou will enlarge my heart. In the King James it says, when you shall enlarge my heart. And enlarging the heart has many consequences. For example, the modern Hebrew says, I eagerly pursue your commandments, for you broaden my understanding. The New English Bible says, I will run the course set on thy commandments, for they gladden my heart. Amplified says, I will not merely walk, but run the way of your commandments, when you give me a heart that is willing. And the NIV says, I run in the path of your commands, for you have sent my heart free. It's just incredible. The heart has everything to do with the rest of our personality, with our being, physically and spiritually. When we turn to the New Testament, listen to what Paul says. Um, uh, I'm sorry, I want to go first to um, 
running. Running has mighty power. And then uh, what Paul said was, I press on. I know that my, I press on to the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And are we like that? Are we running after the commandments that God has given? So it's powerful. Again, that I keep in mind Psalm 119.32, I shall run the way of thy commandments, for thou will enlarge my heart. We can have enlarged hearts. When we talk of running, what does it really say? It speaks of moving at a faster pace, which, re- which requires a greater exertion on our parts. And that's why uh, Solomon received the, the uh, enlargement of hearts because everything to him became increased and enlarged his ability to understand, to discern, to understand the purposes of God. We also read in 1 Corinthians 9.24, Know ye not that that which they which run in a race run all, but one receives the prize, run in such a way that you may win. That's a great word for all of us, and that can happen when God enlarges our heart. We read in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, we read this, Lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles you, and let us run for endurance the race that is set before us. Find it fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith. Junie, this is such a great incentive for all of us, for an enlarged heart to do exceedingly more than we're able to do on our own. And the key is, Shelley, to set our eyes on Jesus. Yes. Because so many times our eyes are on a test, our eyes are on money, our eyes are on things that we can't afford, our eyes are on lustful things, And the key to win the race and to endure is to set your eyes upon Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, Again, Spurgeon said this, Let the affections be aroused and eagerly set on divine things, and our actions will be full of force, swiftness, and delight. Oh, he said it all. This is what happens when our hearts are enlarged. We set our affections on things of the world, on, on, on things of earth, not on heaven. And do we really see this in regard... If our heart is not enlarged, right? we set our affections on the things that are temporal, right? the world. But if our heart is enlarged, then we set our affections on things above. Right. You know, we don't need any greater incentive than to listen to what Jesus says. For example, in John 14, verse 23, Jesus says, If a man loves me, he will keep my words. And further on in 1 John chapter 5, verse 3, For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. June, these are powerful verses. And again, if our hearts are enlarged, we might think we love Jesus so much now, but I, I'm sure that when God enlarges our hearts, our love will become greater. Our, our desires will become greater. Our appreciation for him will grow greater. Again, we need an enlarged heart. And also, Shelley, 
when our heart is enlarged, it becomes his heart. Yes. So there are no boundaries. Right. I think of the word that says, he takes out our heart of stone and puts in a heart of flesh. That means it's flexible and he wants to hear what God is saying. So when God enlarges our hearts, we need to remember it speaks of, a, of an, uh, an enlarging our capacity to love. It increases our capacity to know God and it increases our capacity to know His will. It's all powerful, June. And again, if we have a greater, if we need to do greater things that we're capable of ourselves, and I believe it's becoming more than we are capable to achieve on our own. We need God. So I, I just ask you, when you are asked, what can God give you? What would you like? Are we willing to ask for something that will glorify God? Or are we asking something for our own personal use? Well, well Solomon asked for something that will so increase his ability to be king and lead the people of Israel. And we need to ask the Lord to change our heart. Yes. If we think of ourselves only. So true. Father, we thank you, thank Lord. You, Lord. Jesus, we thank you. Thank Holy you, Spirit, Lord. we thank you. Thank you, and Lord. And we ask for ourselves and for the people listening, please enlarge our hearts. Yes, To give Lord. us a capacity to go far beyond what we can do on our own. Yes, We don't Lord. want to do anything on our own because Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. So we're calling upon the Messiah, the Holy One of Israel, to enlarge our hearts. And to be, every listener, To be Lord. the man and woman that you want us to be. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, Shelley and June Volk. Dot com. That's Shelley and Junevolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.